Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 42. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Tropp. We're here each and every week for you, the small to medium-sized business owner, because we like to talk about technology, the tools, and technology that's going to help you to become more effective, efficient, productive in your business so you can earn more cash while you sleep at night. Okay, maybe not so much like that, but... Maybe some of it. I don't know. Welcome back, everybody. Andy, I am so excited to see the show notes today because it just looks like we're going to have a lot of fun. Dude, let's just get going. We got a ton of stuff to cover. It's all good stuff. We got a ton of people live. Friends, if you're listening to this recording, always you can join us live on Thursdays, gspn.tv slash live. I just love having a live audience. It's just fun, fun, fun. Ton of feedback. We're rocking and rolling, Cliff. We had an awesome show last week. We raised the bar. I know. So I'm don't ki- screw it up this time, okay? I'm kind of concerned. The bar was raised last week, but uh, we're going to start off by telling <laughs> people that, hey, if you live in the Boston area, uh, I want to encourage you to come out to a special meetup that I'm throwing on Sunday, August 8th from 1 to 5. Uh, we're going to be meeting at John Harvard's Brew House, which is uh, in Cambridge, Massachusetts, just outside of the Boston uh, metro area. And we want to encourage you to come for a live Boston social media tweet up. Now, uh, I know for a fact that myself, I'm going to be there. Father Roderick from SQPN.com is going to be there. Steve Garfield from SteveGarfield.com. Many of you guys know uh, of Stephen Cross. He's a longtime member of the GSPN.TV community and a good friend of mine. Stephen is bringing his wife and family uh, to the to the meetup, so I'm looking forward to meeting them. If you happen to live anywhere in the Boston area uh, or within a reasonable driving distance or travel distance to the Boston area, I want to encourage you to please come out. I don't get to Boston very often, so if you are in the area, I would love the opportunity to meet you face to face. You can find out all of the details at gspn.tv slash Boston Meetup. Again, that's gspn.tv slash Boston Meetup. There you go. That's that's my big announcement at the top of the show. Have you met Stephen Cross before? I have not met him face-to-face, no. Oh, uh, I have. I, had met, I met him at a Free Agent Academy event. Yeah, that's... Awesome guy. I just uh, saw Howard Shepard uh, this this week, and uh, he and I was hanging out, and he oh, says, yeah, that's right. everybody's got to meet Steven except for me. It's like, this is not cool. <laughs> Steven and I have been friends for, for, gosh, for several years now. He's been a listener and and uh, just a really great guy, and um, you know, he's, he's been around since the beginning of, of, of a lot of things here, so I'm excited to finally yeah, get to he, meet him. I have a quick social media story for him, and then I sent a tweet out asking for anyone who would let me borrow a, a Wi-Fi, you know, like a MiFi from Verizon. Sprint has them too. Yeah. But I was going on vacation for a week and I wanted to have a Wi-Fi signal. And I sent out a tweet and he wrote me back and said, you can borrow mine. So, you know, save me from getting a two-year contract. Nice. <laughs> so Steven's a great guy and, and the power of social media, baby. Absolutely. 
absolutely he is a great guy anyway uh so a couple things we want to talk about here and uh of course a majority of it's all about technology and one of the things that i think is really cool is the skype application for the iphone or ipad or whatever you have ipod touch whatever the case may be the if you have a device especially the the new iphone 4 or the iphone 3gs with the latest software you have the ability to do a, what they call multitasking and it allows you to leave Skype up and running in the background all the time. And this is cool because, you know, it, 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 you now have the ability to make Skype phone calls via 3G. You can, so if somebody sees that you're on Skype, they can actually send you a Skype message, uh, you know, like an instant message and a pull up in the background, send you that little notification to, notification to the front window. It is it is just sharp, and I really like the fact that Skype can now run all the time, persistent, you know, ongoing. I love it. Yeah, and I think iPad's supposed to get OS four in November. That's what I hear. Uh, you know, I, I hope they don't push it back. But yeah, back when they announced the i iOS four, they said the iPad coming to the i the iPad. I don't know if they said coming in November or coming in in uh, the winter, but I, I almost remember November, so that sticks out in my mind for some reason. Alrighty. Yeah, I think it is, so that'll be nice. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's see here. I need to uh, go over to Brent Green. He left us some voice feedback regarding recording audio and video consulting sessions, so let's uh, have a listen to this. Go ahead, hey, Brent. Cliff and Andy, this is a question for Business Tech Weekly. I spoke to Andy on the phone about this the other day, but just wanted, I think it's a, a good enough uh, question that other folks might want to know. Uh, the question is, when you're doing consults with people, let's say, like at PursuingMeaningfulWork.com, we've got uh, multiple coaches that are online at once. So, for example, my partner's in Detroit, and I'm in Kansas City. We're on Skype with a client in Ukraine, for example, and that's a real case scenario, by the way. We want to start offering some additional services. We've been providing them audio recordings of the sessions that we have together with them as we work through the career coaching process, but we want to offer them high-quality audio and video together. So I was wondering what you thought the best methodology would be. What, what I'm thinking is just using Skype and then using ScreenFlow to record everything and have my, uh, and Cliff, you've sold me my, my setup for podcasting, so I've got the ability to record high-quality audio. And then we're posting that on a site where clients can go to this private site, enter the password, and listen to those sessions again later. So I want to get some input from you. Is there a better way to do that? I know there's some talk shoe options, things like that, but I really want high-quality audio and a high-quality screencast. So, hey, would love to hear your comments on that. Thanks for what you guys do. Enjoy the Business Tech Weekly show every week. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. All righty. Thank you very much, Brent. And, yeah, when it comes to the high-quality audio and high-quality video, I think probably exactly what you're talking about is the best option, which would be uh, to have ScreenFlow up and running, recording the audio input from your mixer uh, so that you can speak into your, your high-quality audio equipment and have it record the entire screen and, and, and the audio coming in all at the same time. And then when you're finished, you simply 
would export that out and let it render down and then you can upload it to a web that you can uh, you know embed onto the site or have available just for direct download or whatever. Uh, certainly the that's mm-hmm. going to be your highest quality though if you want something that's a little bit easier on the post production end uh Andy you were using Adobe Connect there for a while that that seemed to work pretty well or did it Yeah no Adobe Connect Pro uh Adobe there's Adobe Connect now that's a free version only allows up to 3 users I think in the room Okay but uh, Adobe Connect Pro is the paid version 45 55 bucks a month allows 100 people in a room and it it did have a recording option. The thing I like about the ScreenFlow idea is that um, ScreenFlow comes with a converter. So you can just take the video file and obviously you can send that to them or upload that for them to access. But you can drop the video file in this converter and then it just pulls out the audio. Um, so, you know, there's ways to give them just the audio um, you know, and this is for folks. I'm assuming, I guess, don't have a mixer set up. If you wanted to do everything on your computer, um, that that you would be able to do that, uh, be able to have an aud- just an audio file and then audio and video together. So, you know, there's there's you know, a dozen different ways you could probably do it. But um, I think ScreenFlow is one of them. One I would not advise because of reliability, and I've done it before, and, and this is a lesson learned from my experience. Is that I try to use the Google Voice recording option. And if you have a long enough conversation, I, I found there, because you can record incoming calls with Google Voice. You can't record outgoing calls, but you can record incoming calls. And I tried to do that. And the longer the recording, the less likely it was to actually, you know, the file just wouldn't show up after you, you know, started the recording and ended it. So don't try to use Google Voice. There's a reason it's free. So, but the Adobe Connect Pro, when you were recording those, you, you did some webinars. How how did that work for giving people yeah. access to those afterwards? The, are, like, for example, are those still available oh. available today? Yeah, because I host them myself. So Adobe Connect Pro, uh, real quick, the great thing I liked about Adobe Connect Pro was, one, that it was completely web-based, so I didn't have to mess with people calling in on the phone. Uh, that that was problematic for some people. Some people like a call-in option, but I liked making everyone do the one thing because then it was less moving parts. So if you wanted to talk, you had to have a headset in, a headset on, and then talk inside that room. But I felt like the audio was phenomenal for that. Uh, just the, the quality was really good. The Adobe Connect Pro. The other is, you know, you've got a chat in there. You've got all the stuff that comes with a great webinar. But the download or the access to that. Uh, webinar was available immediately as soon as that was done. So I would hit stop recording and I'd go to, you know, that room's details and I'd see that recording was there like instantaneously. So Adobe will host those. You can always send out a link to that, but you can also download it and And when um, you download it, you know, host it yourself. When you download it, what version is that in? Uh, It's just, it's FLV. So it is a flash. Now, I, I saw somebody in the chat room said it was a non-editable. What do they mean by that? I mean, you can't just open that up in, in, a, in, in a software package that loads a FLV file and, and edit it at all? I, I, I had never tried, um, you know, because you can have the room open and then hit record. So I'd say, okay, I'm going to start the recording now, and then I'd start recording. Um, but, you know, and then and I would hit stop and say, okay, we stopped the recording. So that's as much editing as I did. If you wanted to take that file and then do some zooms and pans using something like ScreenFlow, I think you could do that, right? I I, I guess I've never tried to load an FLV file to be honest. I haven't with you. either. 
Yeah. I haven't either. I think, and, and, but, and I think Ray is right. I think you're going to have to take the FLV and you're going to have to convert it to something. Uh, so yeah, yeah you, sh- you should be able to, although I think what you're doing is, is you're looking at a lot of degradation of qu- quality when mm-hmm. you do that. Um, a couple things here. First of all, I want to say with the Adobe Connect, you can, you can actually do telephone stuff, of course, if you have the right equipment. So like, for example, I have a broadcast host. Um, GoToMeeting offers telephone dial-in stuff, you know, conference calling yep. through them. But I always just set up a, a talk shoe. I like talk shoe service over there. And so I just set up TalkShoe and I give people the phone number to call TalkShoe and I dial into TalkShoe using my broadcast host. And so I'm actually not touching GoDaddy at all with their conferencing features. And I could do the same thing with Adobe Connect. Instead. Not touching GoToMeeting, you mean? You said GoDaddy. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. I, yeah, I'm not even touching yeah. you know, the GoToMeeting stuff. So, uh, right. yeah, I, I definitely could see some workarounds there. The, the big thing is, is, is this, the ability to immediately have a version of that file that can be played. Now, GoToMeeting, if you're on the PC, there's the ability to record GoToMeeting, only it records it into Windows Media format. And there's two versions. There's a Windows Media format where as long as they have a certain version of Windows Media, for, uh, Windows Media, uh, then if you're going to say, hey, you have to download this version of Windows Media to be able to play this back, then then it, it like it's almost instantaneously available as soon as you're done. It just it's got the WMB nice. file. But if you say, hey, you want to make this available to where to work on a, a wider variety of Windows Media format f- players, uh, then you actually have to check that option. And it can take I mean, if you had a two hour consulting session. I mean, it literally uh-huh. could take five, six hours to pro- to convert that. Wow! And it was just ridiculous. And then, not after, not only that, but it's a it's a flipping WMV file. I mean, major- <laughs> I, mean I waited five hours for WMV. Come on, people. yeah, seriously. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, I, it's like nobody on a Mac can sit there and, and watch that. And it's certainly they're not going to have the one version. It's just ah. Oh. And, and of course, they're saying, well, "Well, just convert it to MP4." Absolutely. After you wait four hours for it to be a WMV, (laughs) and then take another two hours. And so, here's the question: Is like, am I going to record a two-hour or a one-hour consulting call, have it convert to a WMV file that I can convert, and the total post-production on that takes about four to six hours? So that I can then upload it to the web, which, by the way, is going to take, oh, goodness, another, you know, 45 minutes. So we're talking seven hours later. And now I'm going to make that, you know, that file available for my consulting client. This is just, it just gets frustrating. And so when people ask me, it's like, no, yeah, I, I don't record silly. these. Yeah. And so what I say is like, listen, if you have Mac or if you have a PC, if you have Camtasia or ScreenFlow on your end, go ahead and feel free to record the whole thing. That's fine with me. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I understand, uh, but and so by the way, Brent, I think screen, the ScreenFlow is probably your best bet, and uh, Adobe Connect Pro is something that man, I, you know, I'm tempted to look at. I'm very happy with GoToMeeting, but man, I'm tempted to look at it just to try that 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 saving because it it would be nice to be able to just hit record and then have these consulting mm-hmm. sessions and then just immediately have it available for a client. In fact, I am certain it is immediately available. They host the files. I can tell you if you want to download the file. Yeah, it, you da- you don't actually download it as a file. It's goofy. It's like you have to play it, and as you play it, it'll re- it'll download it to your computer. So you it go is, to like I make offline stuff and like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it, so it's not a true download. You have to let it kind of play in this. 
so when I did my my when I did that large class, you know, there was like eight sessions I did. I do the class. I'd send everyone the Adobe um, link for the immediate one, and then I would hit play to have it run and record, you know, uh, recorded onto my computer. But yeah, it's I have here's my thing. I still have not found what I think is the perfect service because the other thing with Adobe Connect Pro, you can have people call in, but they have to use a one eight hundred number. Right. Yeah. I. I, Which I don't makes know. it very expensive if the, you're going to have you know 100 numbers to have a lot of people call in and is very expensive. So well, you can't use, you can't combine Adobe Connect Pro with freeconferencecalling.com or anything like that. Yeah. Well, here. Right. Well, the thing. I, well, I can still. I can still do. Yeah, you can if you have a broadcast host and a mixer and everything. So as Adobe, I guess my question is: Adobe Connect Pro uh-huh. going to record the audio? Yes. In that room of yeah. everyone. Yeah, because I can send the audio from my mixer, which of course is bringing the audio from the telephone call, and it will go from my mixer into Adobe Connect Pro. Okay, so Adobe yeah. just sees that as a it just uh, as a user. Yeah, basically, well, you heard you heard me right when I was when I was in the session. You heard yeah. me. Well, that was speaking into right. a microphone and going into the the audio okay. input. So yeah, it it, it it'll work. Uh, if you have the right equipment, I, I really like Adobe Connect Pro. I, I, I'm not. I think we had a, a call about this, another show about this, but I, I found it to be incredibly customizable. Um, the, the customer service was good. Um, you know, you can have, you can split people off into separate rooms. You can have separate rooms available. So, let, let's say you get done with your your class and you want to do a quick ten question survey, you can switch to another room. Just by clicking a tab, and everyone's and everyone goes to the other room, and they can take survey questions. I mean, it's it's really really powerful, yeah. especially for the price point. Especially yeah. for the price point. Well, I, I mean, I definitely liked what you were saying until you said that it doesn't. After you're done, you can't just download it. You have to actually watch it, and oh. it streams it to your computer, which is then captured. That's ridiculous. Ah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I, you, you had me until yeah. until you told me that. I mean, sure, it's great that I can give them a you know a, a link and they can go watch it on their site, but but you have to be subscribed to the service in order to have that link be live. So when I left them, when I didn't subscribe to it anymore, all those old links you know that I had, they're gone. That's that's why I was grateful to downloaded them. Right, yeah, and I of can't course, have access to them. Yeah, that, that, that's close your account. Yeah, so sorry, Adobe Connect Pro, not going to happen. All right, so moving along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's talk about some other stuff. You you have you have been unfaithful, Andy. You have been <laughs> to my CRM. Let's just be right out there. Yes, adult, you adult, my friend. Not fun. You turned me on and hooked me up to this awesome company <laughs> called 37 Signals. And Still an awesome co- company, Cliff. And you convinced me that High Rise was <laughs> totally awesome. And my I friend didn't even give you an affiliate link. I didn't convince you. Well, I'll tell you what. I signed up for high. Well, the thing is, I found out that I was already signed up. I just didn't know it because I had heard about them. <laughs> I remember that. I, oh yeah, I am signed up. I, I had signed up for them like when I heard about them years ago on Net at Night with Leo Laporte. But anyway, so so I, I decided to to go in and invest in a relationship, an ongoing relationship <laughs> with High Rise. And uh-huh. and so here I think you know man this is something Andy and I got in common you know we both right. we are both our whole in, relationship hinges on high rise we right. are, we are both in this same inner circle club of people who use high rise 
And what do you do? You up and I mean, you left town. You didn't, you didn't call. You didn't leave a note. You just up and left. I did. <laughs> Went so, out for smokes and never came back. Right? Why did you leave high rise? Well, you know, there's a couple reasons I left, and, and one is that I, I appreciate the simplicity of high rise. I, I love their company. Uh, Rework is one of my top five books of the year for sure. Uh, it was an honor to talk to Jason Fried on our show. Uh, you know, I, I think they do a lot of things right, but when it comes down to me and my business, uh, I was frustrated by what I felt like was, you know, saying, I get that you say no to things, but I want you to say yes to a few more things. And they just didn't. And it was like, you know, we have no plans to say yes to those things. So, uh, I switched to a company called Batchbook, a service called Batchbook, and I, you know, the interface is not as attractive as HiRise. Okay. Uh, but I find a few of the, a few of it has everything that HiRise had, and it has some more things, and that's what I wanted. And it costs, you know, the cost isn't the cost was last on my list, honestly, because the difference between twenty four bucks or twenty nine bucks and nine bucks a month is not very big to to me, um, but. But it was, it, to me, it was, I wanted some, I wanted some uh, tools that this high rise, I, I wasn't going to wait until I was like 97 and, uh, and for them to get them. I just wasn't going to wait that long. So tell me, so, so tell me, you know, what do you like, what they offer that high rise didn't offer? What was the compelling things? Yeah, uh, the, I'd say there's one thing to me that saves me just an immense amount of time. Because a lot of CRM is repetition. It's, it's you know, I have communication with someone and, you know, then I want to record that. Or, you know, I have a client, I have a certain set of clients and they all do the same, you know, they all have the same login. I, I, a lot of my clients have MailChimp. A lot of my clients have WordPress. You know, so I'm always recording those, you know, name and password and things like that. And so what I was looking to do is how can I, how can I do that in a more simplistic way, uh, you know, less steps? And what I found was that they offer these things called super tags. And you can tag things in high-rise. So if you're, what I, I know I have some funny tag like connector or something like that in your high-rise, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, because that's who I am, right? But what you can do with Batchbook is you can actually add uh, to a super tag. So if I say do-it-yourself WordPress client, so that's people who have purchased a do-it-yourself WordPress Pro package from me. I know that those people are going to have uh, Bluehost login and password. I know they're going to have a WordPress name and password, and they're probably going to have a MailChimp name and password. When I tag them with DIYWP, mm-hmm. when I just write that tag, it automatically gives me fields in their profile to, and, their, and the field is uh, Bluehost name, Bluehost password, Mailchimp name, Mail, Mail, Mailchimp password. So, and they're much more robust than that. But using one tag, I get all these other custom fields for things that I do again and again and again. Okay. So it, I can do a tag referral, and with that referral tag, it pops up two more fields in their profile, which is who who referred me to them or who connected us, and then what service were they referred to me for. And so I'm finding myself using these tags that then give me more, more customized experience than just plumping them into the comments area. So that's, that's what I've, for me, has been 
very, very helpful. On top of that, you know, I use the email to create to-dos a lot, and I use the email to attach you know, conversations or communications to someone's profile. So if you and I are trading emails back and forth, I just forward the email onto a custom address for my, um, for my account, and it automatically gets attached to your, um, to your profile, just right. like in Highrise. So, so let me tell you what I do. Um, let's just say, Andy, I'm working with you. You're one of my consulting clients, and I just helped you set up a Bluehost account and Mailchimp and all this other stuff. And I, I need, you know, that's all your. You just gave me all of your passwords, so I can do some work for you in the background if I need to or something like that. So what I do is I go into your contact and I just create a note, and that note is called passwords. And in that pass, and in that one note, I actually just type in all the passwords for all the various services that you have, right? And then, of mm-hmm. course, that note has its own URL. And so mm-hmm. I take that URL and I go to your contact page and I hit on, click on background. And in background, nice. I actually put passwords colon. That's a great tip, man. Yeah, yeah. passwords colon carriage return, and then the then I paste the link to the note that has that. So every time I go to your contact screen, right underneath your phone number, your email address and website and all that other stuff, it says background and it says passwords and I click a link and boom, I immediately have access to your passwords. Yeah, and I hope folks who have high-rise and have any, you know, client, you know, communications involving passwords would stop, rewind and listen to that again because I think, Cliff, that's a great way of utilizing because the key to all of that right there was the fact that that note has a URL. The note that's has the a URL. Key, right. That, that's the key part to that process, right? So it doesn't get moved all the way down. So, you know, and when you're dealing with, you know, passwords after passwords after passwords, there's no way that you can use a password saving uh, service, you know, within your browser. I think it would just get too, way too complicated. Yeah. I use it for my own passwords, but uh, I use LastPass, but, I I I, tr- I don't put my passwords of my clients on my, you know, I don't put them as you know saved passwords. One because I just don't want them to be, you know, in my browser, uh, clouding up my own passwords. And two, I just I only want them to be in one place, and that's in their profiles. Exactly. Yep. So uh, let's see here. Link VA. I was just answering James in the chat room. He sure, no me, problem. He I'll me, mention uh, something else about Batchbook, which is simply that I have found that they are their customer service, just like um, 37 Signals, is very receptive. Um, and, and I really do believe that their service is going to just continue to improve drastically. Where I, I think HiRise is a great service and they're going to continue to tweak. Um, but but I, I really think Batchbook is 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 I think it's great and it's going to get a lot better because I just feel like there's this sense of openness to yeah we 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 want to do that we're hearing people want that and and so I'm excited um, to, to to sort of grow with them um, and the last thing is if you switch to them they help you onboard so literally you have a two hour block if you need the whole thing I only need like thirty minutes but uh, the, you get to talk to an onboarding specialist there, and I talked to him on Skype, and they helped me understand. And I said, okay, let me tell you this about my business. How, how would your system fit me in that way? And I really appreciate that they would take the time to say, okay, this is what you do. Then maybe you want to consider making a super tag that does this. Nice. Or groups that do that. Which I think, you know, is it scalable? Well, currently it is, <laughs> you know. So, um, 
yeah, I, you know, I, I maybe they're listening because I, I think I sent them a note that I was going to talk about Batchbook today. Uh, but I would pay more for their service, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I sure hope they're viable and I hope they're charging enough because uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Right. There, there's one thing here I see that you say you got here that the to-do lists will show up as a Google Calendar. As it, Does it show up as its own that you can subscribe to? Yeah. And it stays up to date and synced and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like I do like that. Um, that sounds very cool. I don't necessarily know that I have to have that because of the, I've got workarounds because you know High Rise doesn't do that or at least doesn't do it effectively. Um, right. And what we were saying is real quick, just to clarify, because we kind of jumped into the middle of that one, is that I have to dos tasks with dates obviously in my batch book, and I it creates a, a I don't know an ICS or something. I don't know. I follow the instructions anyway. I put it in, made a Google Calendar out of it. So when I look at my Google Calendars, which I look at a lot, then I can also see my to-dos from my batch book in there. And that's a lot of what I want. A lot of what I want is my Google and my, you know, my CRM to, to be able to talk to each other. That's important for me. Right. Well, um, the other thing is, of course, you don't mention in here, and that is it doesn't seem like the contacts are actually synced with Google at all. So it looks like that would be the you can, no. It, it's it's only that you could um, export them. No, you can do you can do a full on pull them in, but it's a one way. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, yeah, yeah, one yeah. way is just yeah. not. Yeah, so, that, if there was anything that I wish I could have would be that syncing. But again, I don't expect High Rise to ever do it because I mean, uh, you know what? You know, if they do it for one, shouldn't they do it for you know Yahoo and Hotmail and and all the well, other and services? Plus, here's another point: is and I've seen this happen where I think Batchbook had some, I think they had some connection, different kind of connection with Google, but they changed. Google changed something. You know, they changed the way that they set up the service. I'm not yeah. smart enough to even describe it, but, you know, Google can change things. Oh, I know what I was thinking of. There's iPad applications that, you know, they worked so you could edit Google Docs, you know, on your iPad. And then suddenly Google changed something and it didn't work anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing. It's, it's not like these companies are like, okay, I'm going to change something now, Batchbook. So be ready. I mean, they just change it. They don't ask permission, you know? So... That's another reason why, you know, if Google ever came with a CRM that I thought was, you know, uh, respectable, that, you know, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be compelled to go there because that's where most of my relationships filter through first is through my email. Yeah. But I, and, and the other thing about, you know, Batchbook is they, they, they still, you know, work with uh, MailChimp, FreshBooks, Tungle. They have Tungle integration. That's how I heard about them first. So they do integrate with some other services that I use, and and that's important. I don't, I don't expect them all to you know be in bed with each other, but I do expect them to at least have conversations and talk to each other, and and so I appreciate that. Very cool. Well, hey, I I've got something that I tried out this week. I, I signed up for Carbonite.com. Yeah, uh, tell for, me about that for online backup, and I immediately uh, deleted the software and said it's not going to work I- for me. Because uh, because one the one reason they do not back up video files what? by default. That's right, my friends. They do not back up video files. And we're talking about all your MOVs, your M4Vs. I mean, anything. So, video, no, hold on. You said by default. So by they default, do, but you have to check something. Or? Well, here's the thing. On the PC, what? you can actually go in and say, OK, this entire folder has 
videos in it. So I want you to back up all, you know, you know, back up file types. You can need on the PC from what I was told by the chat client, the chat support was that you can go in and he's like, oh, I said, but I'm not on a PC. I'm on a Mac. Oh, well, forget that I said that. Uh, you're right. You can, you have to do this on an individual file by file va- basis. So what? so if I if I happen to be a video blogger who happens to have 480 videos, guess what? I have to go and click. At, number one, I have to browse to all the different folders where those 480 videos are, and I have to actually click and highlight every individual video. Right click and tell it to please back this up ridiculous video bloggers what about you're a parent of two adorable kids and you need lots of good videos i mean that's just that's huge all right so no no to carbonite i've heard it slows down computers redonkulously so yeah well i've not been impressed with them of course i have a mac so that's not necessarily an issue if you're a pc well then i'm sorry uh but anyway (laughs) not that i have an opinion so tell me what you tell me what you're doing uh so basically what i did is i i got a uh well i'm waiting on my official refund to be processed through but they did send me the thing saying they that the refund should be coming because uh, and by the way i want to say thank you to carbonite for at least giving me a refund because they didn't have to. They have a trial version and I went ahead and signed up anyway. I just thought that, you know, there was some limitations to, you know, audio and and video files anyway that I couldn't even try to see how their service Mm -hmm. would work with video unless I signed up. So I went ahead and paid for the full year and they are going to, they said they're going to refund me. So I'm waiting for the money to show it back in my account. But thank you to Carbonite for at least doing that. Um, and of course I had some other people say, you know, well, why don't you try Mosey and try some other places? And, um, I had heard a lot about Mosey. Uh, I had heard a couple of people actually say that, you know, once they get their stuff worked out on the Mac side, you could try Mosey. And, and I've heard, so I just, and, and it wasn't just one person. I heard about 18, 20 different people say that. So it seems to me like they, you know, they may, or I don't know that maybe they don't, but at least there's enough buzz out there about the fact that that it's not quite ready for prime time. And mm-hmm. so I decided not to go with Mosey. And a couple people talked about a service I had never heard about before called Backblaze. B-A-C-K-B-L-A-Z-E dot com. Now, I will tell you, I, uh, I interacted with both Carbonite and Backblaze via Twitter, both of them very uh, courteous to have conversation with you and answer some questions on Twitter. I love that about both companies. But Backblaze, which uh, company? Sorry, which one? Which, you, Mosey and Carbonite. You yeah, both, at both Carbonite and at yeah at Carbonite and at Backblaze. Both of them are using Twitter very well. Okay. And cool. uh, Backblaze is the one who won my services. Uh, it's only five bucks a month, and it's like, or you can do fifty bucks a year. Unlimited backup unlimited backup they include videos uh the what yes and get this they they do have a four gigabyte per file limit by default but you can go into the preferences and say hey back up anything up to nine gigabytes so if i happen to have an eight gigabyte video hd project that i've been working on it will upload that you know eight gigabyte file no problem right. at all, which is like Star Wars, right? I mean, what's the what's <laughs> yeah. the, all so, of them? You know. Well, the thing is, is, is that these video files they can get rather large, but the, yeah, that screenful files can be huge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you want to make sure you can yeah. back up, you know, a, a good nine gigabyte file. That's good. But anyway, it's so un- tell me. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's go unlimited ahead. backup. It allows you to also back up uh, USB drives. And and so if you have an external drive, 
you click on those and it will also back up all of that data. I'm there. Is there an affiliate program? Uh, I, yeah, there's an affiliate program and you get five bucks per year for each person that you refer. I, I, I figured it wasn't <laughs> enough money to even worry Not about. Not worth the trouble of setting up. Exactly. God bless you, babe. Well, I yeah. mean, it's, it's the, the problem is, is that it's 50 bucks. I mean, it's 50 bucks a year. So, at well, this, yeah, it's, I think I asked Batchbook about an affiliate program and I don't think they literally laughed, but they're like, uh, it's nine bucks a month. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> And so, High Rise got rid of their affiliate program. I know, like I, you can't sign up, can't get any new sign. There are no new signups. Well, the so. thing is, is they never paid me for anything that I ever sent them, and I sent them some. So, uh, that. But I never got. I, I never. Like, you w- still love them. Yeah, I do love them, I, and 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 I still and I still tell people go to High Rise. I love High Rise. I think it's great. Uh, helps me to stay organized and helps me make lots more money because of the the ways the systems yeah. I've put into place there. But anyway, yeah. um, so, so Backblaze. Backblaze is amazing, uh, and it's already got like I think I've already got like twenty or thirty gigs of my data online in the past day and a half. Because ex- explain that real quick. Because what it, it just runs the start of the process. Yeah, it runs in the background and it uploads it to the web, um, and uh, you can throttle it. You can say, "Hey, only take up a little bit of da- bandwidth," or "By golly, send it up there as quick as you can get it." Uh, so you yeah. can throttle that. You can pause it. Like, for example, today you and I are talking via Skype. So the, the it is not backing up anything right now because, you know, I don't want it to slow down our bandwidth here for Skype. Uh, but it's neat. I can go online. I went online and was able to easily see what all files were backed up and, I, and where they, those folders were. And you can actually, cl- you know, click on certain files or you can click on certain folders or you can click on the entire thing and you click a little button that says, I want to restore. You have the option to where it'll actually pack all of those files into a zip file you can download. Or uh, if you want, they can actually burn it to, to DVDs for you. Or if you want, you can, uh, up, you can actually get a restore external hard drive, a Western Dis- Digital external hard drive oh, yeah. sent to you with up to 400 gigabytes of your backed up data. Nice. It is. It, so but, I, I was multitasking when you were talking. So tell yep. me, can I go and find that just like with uh, Dropbox? Can I go see my files online? Yes. Yes. Now, okay. the thing is, though, is you're not going to be able to load it up right online. What, what you do is you find the file just like you would find it on Dropbox, and you check it and then say, I want to restore this file. And what it will do is it's going to pack that. Even if it's just one file, it's going to pack it into a zip file. Uh-huh. And then well, I mean, I just, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm at a remote location. Yes. And again, I'm, this isn't super practical. I'm not going to like use this as my backup, but it's one of those things where you know, something horrible happens, which is the only reason you have these services. <laughs> something horrible happens, and you need to get to a file, some files, whatever it might be. You know, I want to know that I don't have to order a drive that I can just go in there and get to them somehow. Yes. So, no. Here's the so t- how many are you backing up? I'm, how I'm many back, computers? I'm backing. I'm just backing up. I only have one computer, which is my 27 inch iMac now. It's the only one That's I care not about. That's true. <laughs> it, it's the only, it, I mean, it's the only one I use to store data on. All and right. If I'm using okay. it, here's the deal. If I'm using another computer, which I have, I mean, I have some other computers, right? But if I have right. any data that needs to be backed up on any of those other computers, that data is stored on Dropbox, which of course is synced to my 27 inch iMac, which of course is backed up with this system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how I do that. Um, 
And, and here's the situation. If I, let's just say I was at a conference and I left, you know, I don't take a laptop with me anymore. So let's just say I'm at a conference and I was like, oh, I can't believe I didn't get that presentation. So I borrow somebody's laptop. I go into sign into the service. I go to the folder where it's at. I tell it to put it into a zip file. I just wait for it for a second. Then I download it to their computer and say, here, let me throw this on a thumb drive. I hand it to the person. They load it up and I'm good to go. Beauty. Yep. So, uh, but by the way, for anybody out there, of course, you you wouldn't ever want to use an online backup service unless you have high speed broadband access. Um, but I will tell you, um, you got to understand that if you have a lot of data, like for me, I have uh, I am backing up a total of seventy one thousand five hundred and thirty five files, which is two hundred and fifty four and a half gigabytes of data. Wow. So that's how much data I'm doing 250, almost 255 gigabytes of data that I'm backing up. I fully suspect that I will not have a complete backup for about 30 to 45 days. Wow. But that's okay because... When are you going to Boston? I go to Boston uh, next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. You could, you could throttle it up when you're gone. So Yeah, well, I throttle it up. As soon as we get off of Skype, I'm going to throttle it right back up. Okay, because I mean it doesn't slow down my it doesn't slow down my speed. I've got a good, I've got a good uh, ten gig ten gig per or let's see is it ten meg per second down and a good three up. So I'm good to go. Well, that's good news for uh, Backblaze. I'm glad you found something that works for you. Yeah, Backblaze, and so now basically I have my iMac and I have a one terabyte drive that has Time Machine on it. So I have a local copy backed up uh, of everything, and then I'll have an online in the cloud backup, and I'm feeling really good. And by the way, I want to let you know I'm feeling really great, a a whole lot better now, because I found a very easy step-by-step Google Docs, backup every Google Doc and spreadsheet that you have workflow. Cliff. Yes. It, It works. It does. I did it. I did it in about three minutes at the end of Podcast Answer Man. I was looking at our show notes. Yep. And I was like, hey, let me test that. Yep. So confirmation, it works. It does work. And in fact, I'm going to give the step-by-step workflow to Andrea, my virtual assistant, and I'm going to have her do this every Monday when she does my PayPal stuff in QuickBooks. So this is just going to be something go. she does for me the every only week. step that I didn't see, I didn't see choose options. Oh, was, they, they were already there. chosen for me. They were already chosen for you, but it's just there. It's like, just in case you don't, choose options, which basically means that you... you and it's it's written down right below that. So let me go through the steps yeah. here. So the first thing you do, yeah. go, to Google, go to Google Docs, and then uh, click the little button up there where you select all at the top of the menu. So select all. It's only going to select the, the most recent 100 files. Uh, and, then say, and then I put in here, not to worry, the following steps is going to get you all docs, I promise. So once you select all, there's a little button up there, a drop down that says more actions. You go down to, and choose export. Then when you're on export, you're going to have the option to do selected. And then there's a little tab for all items. So click on the tab that says all items. Then you're going to choose your options, which should be already chosen for you. But there are, you know, it's going to ask you, okay, these documents, do you want them in PDF? Do you want them in RTF? I choose uh, doc, doc, the .doc format. Um, and then, of course, spreadsheets. I tell it I want an XLS format. And if there's any drawings, for, one, for some reason, I have a drawing. I must have just played with it one day. I tell it I, <laughs> I, tell it I want a PNG format. 
And then all you do at the bottom is you click the download link. And if you only have a few, you can just wait there for a couple seconds and it will actually uh, have, um, it'll start downloading for you. Or it has a little option. It's like, listen, this is going to take a little bit. You want us to email you when it's done? And you say, sure. And then, of course, they send you an email. You click it and boom, it starts downloading. It downloads a zip file and every Google Doc you own or have is in this one folder that's zipped up and it's all in alphabetical order. It could not be more awesome. And so what, I, what I'm going to have, I share, a do, I share a folder or two with my virtual assistant in Dropbox. And so I'm going to have her go in once a week and download this zip file of all of my Google Docs. And I'm going like to have it. her simply put that zip file inside of my you know, Google Doc backup folder inside of Dropbox, which means that's going to put it on my 27-inch iMac, which, of course, Mo, uh, Backblaze is going to see and then take right up to the web. And, of course, so is Time Machine mm-hmm. is going to back it up to my external drive. I am in backup heaven. So you're, yeah, I was going to ask about Time Machine. So you're... Your typical Cliff Ravenscraft, you're doing it um, seven different ways. So yeah, that's awesome. Three ways. I've got I've got it on my hard drive. I have. Oh, uh, let me exaggerate. Come on. Okay, got it. All right. You're, yes. thorough, you're a thorough guy. You're exactly. a thorough guy. Yeah. That's what we love about you. That's why you give good advice, though. Wait a second. Wait a second. Every, you do every you do it every way you can. No, hold on, hold on. Nation is in here what? saying Backblaze does not back up zip files. Hmm. Mm. I'll tell you what, I'm going to Twitter right now and I'm going to ask Backblaze. And if that's the tr- case, then I'm going to have some I'm going to have some words with them. But if that is the case, there's still a workaround. <laughs> I have I, tweets with them. Yeah. I am going to do this right now at Backblaze. Uh, do, do you back up dot zip files? Question mark. All right. So and that's going to be at, G- at GSPN. If you uh, if you're listening to the show and you want to go back and old tweets that's right twitter.com slash gspn anyway so i'll ask them but uh if not i just open up the you know the 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 file and then of course i'll just put the folder you know the unarchived folder in there but by golly they better be zipping my files and and if i'm not mistaken that's a maybe that's a backblaze preference and i'll go in and check that out what else do we have on the uh on the thing to talk about today well, you know, we've got we got some feedback. Um, you know, we've got a uh, question about QuickBooks Online. Um, so, whatever you want to jump into, we got we got a couple more. All right. So, Randy wants to know about accounting software. Let's uh, give Randy a shot here. Go ahead, Randy. Take it question away. Question for Business Tech Weekly. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Andy. This is Randy Kentrell with BulaNetwork.com uh, from Dallas, Texas. Question regarding online are web-based accounting software or packages. I guess they'd call it software. I have absolutely zero knowledge or experience with these. I'm a longtime user of QuickBooks, so I'm very familiar with that. But in finding some small home-based, I would call them micro-businesses, that seem very interested in some online ability uh, to use that with their little micro-business. I know FreshBooks and QuickBooks has an online, and I'm sure there are a litany of others. I just have absolutely no experience, and I'm wondering if you can shed any light on that kind of a tech tool. Keep up the good work. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Yes, I will say that I have a lot of experience with QuickBooks online, 
and I absolutely love it. I can't imagine, you know, of course, fresh books. I've heard some great things about them. Never did use them, but I love QuickBooks. I have a lot. I had a lot of a couple years of experience with the QuickBooks desktop, and I switched over to um, to QuickBooks Online, and I love it. Andy, are you using any? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm using the QuickBooks Online. And I think the reason that it's healthy to go with that is because if if you have someone else working on your books, which you know QuickBooks has become sort of the universal, um, you know, accounting software for for a lot of businesses. And and, and I there was a mention in there, Cliff, about um, them going out of business or something like that. But there there has been a connection between Mint and QuickBooks and Intuit. Actually, Intuit is a company. Did Intuit buy Mint? Is that right? No, okay, so Intuit bought Mint, and uh, right. Will Brown called in voice feedback. I'm not going to go ahead and play. I'll just I'll just read what he said. Uh, but basically, he said he's like really concerned because QuickBooks has sent out a note, and everybody's in an uproar because QuickBooks they're going to get rid of it and move everybody over to Mint, and he's not really a you know all the a lot of people aren't that keen on Mint. Uh, but this is not the case. QuickBooks is not going anywhere. QuickBooks is. Sturdy, stable. It is awesome. I love it. I highly recommend QuickBooks it. QuickBooks is smart. QuickBooks, they're smart. That's why they bought Mint because Mint is amazing. Well, I'll tell you. So they're going to be around a long time. It's Quicken. Quicken is the software that they're merging with Mint. All right. So oh, really? Quicken, which is personal finances, not business. QuickBooks oh, is not going right. not going anywhere. Definitely. Well, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, definitely. I would say go with QuickBooks. Don't worry; it's sticking around. It 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 is a standard for for accounting for businesses. So, I QuickBooksOnline dot com. That's what I say. There you go. All right, and so we got one little bit of extra feedback, and this comes from Kim, who thinks I was a little hard on maybe one little company we talked about last week. <laughs> Here we go. This is Kim, and this is for um, Business Tech Weekly. Um, just um, calling to say you were a little bit hard on uh, Luke, Luke Hards in the last um, uh, podcast. Um, they do make um, regular-sized business cards along with the mini cards, um, and you can make them the way you look, the way you want. So, um, you know, you know, you don't have to do the mini cards. You can do regular-sized uh, cards. And um, I just was calling to uh, let you know that um, you might want to take another look at them um, uh, before you make your final decision. And um, that's all I wanted to call you about. Thank you and a great show. Excellent. Kim, thank you very much. Um, now, your uh, Moo cards, I think. I, I called them Woo, woo cards. But they're actually called <laughs> Moo cards. Well, and this is based on a conversation we had last uh, last episode, episode forty one, about App Sumo, A P P S U M O, which had a deal that included Batchbook, my CRM, uh, Mailchimp, a lot of other services. But one of them was Moo cards, and you hated on them. I did. You thought they were these old tiny trinket cards. Yeah, yeah they are. They're little tiny trinket cards, and they get on. <laughs> Some my of nerves. them are Cliff. Some of them are. Not all of them, apparently. All right. Well. Uh, anyway, it, you pay 20, fu- 20 bucks for a hundred cards. That's it. That's all you get. One hundred cards is all you get for 20 bucks. 
All right. And then so here, here's the deal. Or you can get, the, I guess, and I stand corrected, they do have regular sized business cards at moo, you know, us.moo.com. Uh, and uh, get this $21.99 for how many cards? $21.99. 50, I don't know, 50. Seriously, 22 bucks for 50 business cards. Oh my gosh. Here's what I tell you to do. Go to OvernightPrints.com. OvernightPrints.com. This is where I get all of my business cards. And I will tell you, they have super high quality, uh, very thick, great card stock. They do uh, full bleed printing, both front and back. They have this super UV coat you can put on there. Makes it really nice and slick if you want it. They'll do rounded corners for you. I mean, just awesome stuff. And uh, I'm seeing if I can find the pricing here uh, for these things. But, I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. I think I, I got like 5,000 business cards for like 40 bucks or something like that. I, I can't remember right now. but And they always have, you know, big discounts and all this other stuff. So um, mm-hmm. OvernightPrints.com is the only place I personally ever shop. And if I'm not mistaken, let me see if you go to gspn.tv slash shopping... I don't think I've I've never told anybody about this site. As far as people are concerned, this site does not exist. But uh, you won't tell anybody, Cliff. It's cool. Here's the deal. Um, You know what? I I can't believe it. I don't have it on here. If you go to gspn.tv/shopping, I have a bunch of affiliate little links and stuff. But uh, for some reason, I don't have overnight prints on here. Anyway, just go to overnightprints.com, order all your business cards from there, and you get like five thousand for what you'd get for fifty. <laughs> for for you got a hundred cards, more than you have enough that you're going to have to throw them out eventually. Yeah. That's so, the amount. So Kim, you're I stand corrected. They don't just have the little tiny cards that just you know get stuck in the little lip of your wallet. Uh, they do have full size ones that are extremely overcharged, and I am still very hard on them. Although Kim, I love you, and I appreciate you calling me and way telling to stand me, up to Cliff, Kim. <laughs> way to stand way to up go. to me, but uh, but still, I I am very difficult on these moo cards because I hate them. I despise them. Don't wow. give me a moo that's, card. Sounds personal. It is. Sounds it personal. is. I, I, you know, I, give me a real business card, my friends. Did they say something about your mom or something? I well, mean, that's pretty personal. Well, but let's just put it this way: I, I go to a conference, you know, and, and people say, "Oh, business cards are such a waste of time and stuff like that." No, 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 no. I will tell you right now: Boston Podcamp Two, Boston Podcamp Two. I still have every single business card of people that I met at Podcamp Boston Two. With the exception of anybody who gave me one of those little crappy moo cards, because I immediately threw every single one of your little trashy little half pint, you know, what, little business card wannabes, I threw them in the trash. But I have anybody who had a real full size business card, <laughs> a real business card, I, I have it right here. I have every business card anybody's ever given me at one of these conferences. And you know what? Multiple times I've said, you know what? Oh, Brian, the DV show guy, what's his last name? I need to email him and I can't think of his last name. And so I, it's like I look for the card that says DV show. It's like, oh, that's Brian Ives. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, here's his information. This is great. So anyway, <laughs> and, and nation says in the chat room, anything that is outside of what Cliff thinks is best, he trashes. And that <laughs> maybe that is just a little bit of the truth there, huh? Hey, you know what? We all we have our, we all have our passion. So exactly, <laughs> that's funny. Moo is in the chat room, uh, or somebody who registered as Moo, 
and says, uh, mail your Moo card to P.O. Box 482, Hebron, Kentucky, 41048. And I will recycle them for you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so you can support the Postal Service by doing that. <laughs> exactly. Andy, anything else going on, man? You know, I'm blessed. My daughter's getting cuter by the day. They celebrated her first birthday, and uh, life is life is great. Business is good, and um, um, I'm blessed to have listeners to Business Tech Weekly making connections through the GSPN community really on a weekly basis, getting to make contact with listeners and partnering with them for some business stuff. So things are really, really good. Right. Awesome. I love the GSPN.TV community. Hey, uh, where can people follow you on Twitter? If, if, if people are out there browsing around, wonder what, sure. is, what Andy's they want having some, for... They want some witty advice. Yes. Or uh, what, they sure. want to know what you're having for lunch. What, pictures, what's, <laughs> no, pictures of my kids, you know. Uh, no, it's Andy Trop, uh, A-N-D-Y-T or A-U-B. And if you can spell that, then it's com, and you go to my blog and lots of good stuff there as well, I promise. Very cool. And you follow me over at twitter.com slash G-S-P-N, stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. And uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. We will be back again next week. And we want to say a special thank you to those of you who are our GSPN.TV Plus members. This podcast episode is for you, of course. And uh, you make our world go round. Just like fat bottom girls, you know? You make the rotten world go round. (laughs) Oh, buddy. I said it. I love me some queen. <laughs> Been fun, man. Been fun. Appreciate appreciate it. All right, Andy. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Until ev- until next time, everyone. We encourage you to join the community. <laughs> <laughs>